today. Biden doubles down on your rising gas prices being Putin's fault and an executive order is coming to develop a fully digital dollar. We've got all that and more coming up and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Is it hump day? Yeah. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. Uh, We're halfway through the week. You're almost there. And uh, don't worry, your gas prices have just continued to rise substantially every day uh, this week. So I don't know. It may be $7 by Friday. Who knows? But I've got just the right guys to talk about it. We've got Chad Prather, joined again by Chad Prather, host of The Chad Prather Show. I feel just right. America's favorite cowboy. And uh, author of the book Am I Crazy, which everyone needs to go get. Uh, Spoiler alert, the answer is yes. Yes. Okay. But, the good, but the good kind, though. The good kind. Yakubuyans, by the way. Blaze TV contributor, host of The Bottom Line. Uh, thank you guys for being here. So, again, I, I feel like I'm saying this every day, but, like, I, we talk about this a lot now. We're having to talk about rising gas prices. We're having to talk about what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. Uh, and I, I don't want to bore the audience, but I do think it is important to hear what our leaders are saying about these types of things and matching them up with, uh, you know, chronologically, what came first, the Russia-Ukraine crisis or rising gas prices? I think if you were born uh, earlier than, like, Three weeks ago, you would probably realize that uh, one certainly came before the other, and the Biden administration is not quite being truthful about that. But listen to Joe Biden double down on this. We heard it from White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki yesterday. Here is Joe Biden uh, saying, you know what? I, I can't do much now about gas prices. Uh, it's, ju- it's all Russia. You got to blame Putin, not me. I can't do anything about it. Watch. It's going to go up. Russia is responsible. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, what about Joe Biden's policies? What about the fact that he basically uh, reversed all of the Trump era policies that led to being so energy independent? What about him canceling the Keystone Pipeline? What about all of the actual policies that he has put into place to hurt the oil and gas industry here in this country? He says his, his policies are not actually hurting oil production. Watch. It's simply not true that my administration or policies are holding back domestic energy production. That's simply not true. Even amid the pandemic, companies in the United States pumped more oil during my first year in office than they did during my predecessor's first year. We're approaching a record levels of oil and gas production in the United States, and we're on track to set a record oil production next year. In the United States, 90% of onshore oil production takes place on land that isn't owned by the federal government. And of the remaining 10% that occurs on federal land, the oil and gas industry has millions of acres leased. They have 9,000 permits to drill now. They could be drilling right now, yesterday, last week, last year. They have 9,000 to drill onshore that are already approved. Uh, Okay. They're already approved, but that doesn't mean that the that the land that they are exploring will always, uh, you know, will always turn up with the amount of oil that they want is, I believe, the way that it works. But 
I would also like to point out uh, Biden talking about his first year compared to Trump's first year. Well, why would you compare Trump's first year to your first year? Trump was coming off of all of the Obama era regulations that he was trying to uh, change for the benefit of America. So I'm not sure that that's quite an apples to apples comparison. Why would you not compare how Trump changed it yeah. before he left to you? Oh, that's right. Because then he would be found out that he's a liar. But, he's yeah. Just a liar. Dismal. Absolutely dismal. And look, you can't lie to me. Again, I'll say dollar eighty six to four nineteen. <laughs> Yeah, it's just dollar eighty-six to four nineteen. This boy drives a man truck because he's a man. <laughs> yes, I am. He's a man. I'm a man. I drives am. a man truck, and that man truck is is taking a lot of gas at the moment. And you feel it at the pump under Trump one eighty-six. Here's the deal, though. They're so crafty. Yes, the permits are issued. Talk to real oil men. No oil and gas company right now is going to extract oil. Mm. Because you got to sell the dang stuff. Right. So who are you selling it to? They, they're, not, they're not drilling. They're not going to sink money into a hole and just drill and, and pump oil. He's buying from Russia. Sure, now he's going to freeze from Russia. He's going to go into our emergency, mm -hmm. you know, in our reserves. Mm -hmm. And probably I got a call today, today, from a fund manager in New York City that said, Hey, Yaku, you know I trade commodities. Yes, Mahim. His name's Mahim Chalapa. Mahim, he goes, just so you know, we're talking to the Middle East. Yeah. It's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. It's going to come from the Middle East. Well, you're right about the truck. Gas prices right now are higher than some people's credit score. Uh, <laughs> that's a fact. And uh, look, okay, so in 2020, pre-pandemic, West Texas, they were running about 900 rigs that were drilling. Now they're down to about 500. So that tells you what he just said was baloney. Mm -hmm. uh, I know the public school system wants to dumb us all down, but we're not that dumb mm -hmm. yet. Okay, mm -hmm. so you, you, you can't keep pulling the wool over. Uh, we're, we're, I would love to be able to scream Midland over Moscow, but here's the thing. The oil companies are deeply in debt. They're having to, they're yeah. pumping, but they're steadily, they're, they're increasing just their cash flow because they're having to pay back the debt that they incurred back in 2020 during right. the pandemic. So you take the pandemic that was shoved down everybody's throat, shut everything down. Now you have worker shortages, you have steel shortages, supply chain shortages. You want to build a pipeline, you can't build a pipeline without pipe. So you can't get the pipe. So you can't, this would be about, and I think I said this on Monday's episode, it would take about nine months for us mm -hmm. to start producing oil again. You don't just go and turn the spigot on. Uh, so yeah, Glenn Beck's wrong. Uh, and, and I keep telling you. I didn't say it, Glenn. I, I, Glenn, I mean, look, I may not don't, work don't here fire, anymore. Don't fire me. I didn't I say it. I may not work here anymore. I don't know. <laughs> but you can't, you can't just go turn the pump on. It's going to take about nine months of a process. And right now, even if we were to do that, and let's say you had the pipeline running, and right now, you know, that would bring about 830,000 barrels from North Dakota and Canada down to the Gulf of Mexico. It would increase or it would decrease just gas prices by just a few cents. Mm. All right. So we have ourselves in a major perfect yes. storm here. It's not just about we're not pumping American oil. It, it, we've got, and now you talk about the international independence, or sorry, dependence. Yeah, I call it dependence to our demise and to the fact that we're going to go, we're going to push OPEC, Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. Venezuela, yep. and, and Russia, and All Iran. Our good Iran. All our good we're friends. in trouble. We're in serious trouble. People really don't understand how big of a storm this is. So, so what you're saying is, let's say that Joe Biden tomorrow 
did all of the right things that he should be doing, we still need to brace ourselves because it's, it's oh, going yeah, to get very worse much before so. it so gets better. I mean, best case scenario is six months before we're actually producing oil. Look, those, those oil rigs, they decline, right? So some decline faster than others. Uh, yeah. you, you don't just go out there and just boom, they'll turn them back on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and look, I'm a, I'm, I have no clue really when it comes to oil and gas industry, but I got a lot of friends that are in it and they, they teach me just enough stuff to make yeah. me dangerous. I just know that we're up against it here. We need to start back in production immediately in order to get ahead of this thing because it is going to take time. Because every day delay now is a day further down the road, but you've got to fill that gap. Yeah. And Chad is right. It's supply chain. It's a whole bunch of stuff. It, it Even just the drill bits, yeah. mm -hmm. the, the gear, these things, it's highly, it's steel on steel. It's highly corrosive too. But you have to start today. But how do we fill the gap? And what I'm, what I'm telling you, we're going to fill that gap. We're going to go to the Middle East. Yeah. Right. And you go to the Middle East and you take Saudi Aramco and those boys and you kick mm -hmm. them back into the world conversation. And all of a sudden, watch out. That's you're going right. to stir up another yeah. war. That's right. You know, not even if we're involved, just in the Middle East, because that's what they fight over. It's dirt. There's nothing else. It's oil and gas. And so all of a sudden, Israel gets under attack. Now you've got Syria back in, the Middle East. You've got every you know, Saudi family back up. This is what they've done because in 14 months, the damage that was done... You don't just flip a coin and you fix it. Mm -hmm. And I said this the other day. If, if the GOP takes the 2024 election and we get the White House back, it's probably going to take us a term, a full four-year term, just for where we are now to, to get back to some sort of equilibrium right, for the what rules. they've done in 14 months. Yeah. Yeah. And that, when that's just 14 months, 14 that's months, not that's the rest my of this point. term. Three more yeah. years yeah. to go, right? Ugh. I Ugh. do encourage people to go back. If you didn't watch my show or listen to my show last night, Tuesday night, do it. Because I spent the first 15 minutes unpacking this whole thing. And uh, to the point where Glenn was like, I would like to read your notes on this. <laughs> and so uh, it, it just, I just remind people that I made, I made this example. If I'm standing on this table, it's easier for you to pull me down than for me to pull you up. That's a life principle. Yes. But that's true in business as well. It's true in, in, in economies. Uh, it's easier. It's, it's quicker and easier to unpack the truck than it is to pack it up, right? Mm -hmm. So building something up, it takes a lot longer than tearing it down. Sure. So what he's doing in tearing this down at a record pace, I mean, it's a train wreck and we're the train. Right. And President Peapads is pulling everything down that he can because we're watching the systematic destruction of America by the globalists on a global scale. They're actually profiting from the destruction of America. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, those of you at home may be thinking to yourself that you don't know how you're going to make ends meet. You're already paycheck to paycheck and you've got to pay more uh, at the gas pump. You've got to pay more at the grocery store. And you're trying to figure all of this out. Well, CNN reporter, business and politics correspondent Vanessa Yurkovic said uh, that, you're, you know what? She's going to speak for you and say you're actually okay with paying high gas prices as long as we hold Russia accountable. Watch. Go. People we've spoken to over the last couple weeks, they're okay paying higher prices if it means holding Russia accountable for what they are doing in Ukraine. But these prices are likely going to creep higher, Kate. We'll see how they feel in the next week or so. The people we've talked to in the last two weeks include all of the people at CNN and none of the average person, no one in flyover nation, but all the people that we talked to, all five of them, all of my friends over at CNN said they <laughs> definitely are fine paying higher gas prices because they're all millionaires. Yeah, George Tucker. Careful now, you may be get a, getting a job offer here from <laughs> CNN in a minute. Oh, screw them. That's no, right. the answer is no. They are doing a good job of screwing themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And staffers. <laughs> Pretty, I, I, I was about to say, and 
everybody and young children in the building and children yeah. so and everybody in the building right uh, yeah. yeah I mean it's just it's incredible <laughs> the only person like, that can't get laid at CNN is Brian Stelter <laughs> well well here we are we don't we don't know yet he, he may be he, part of that pedo he movement. could be we don't know yet yeah. I so I just like I don't feel like when even do you think even the people who watch CNN watch that and go oh yeah, I guess I should feel okay about the rising gas prices, because because screw you, Putin. Sadly, after walking in to vote on voting day, because yeah. that's what I do, I don't vote early, I Good. go voting day, casting my, my vote. Um, sadly, Sarah, I think there are some people that watch CNN and go, okay, yeah, I believe you, because I watch them line up. That's fair. I watched I did, them line up with masks on their face event. again. That's I, true. I, you, you attended a better yeah, event. I was... They showed up. So sadly, sadly... Yeah. Yes, in America, we have the walking dead. That's and true. And they follow. Well, okay, one more for you. Here's Stephen Colbert. Well, he doesn't care because I think I mentioned this uh, with one of you earlier this week that the leftists are always like, why don't you just buy a Tesla? Why don't yeah, you, you know, just, why don't you just, show. yeah, well, why don't you just buy that? What's wrong with you? Tesla. Yeah, well, why, why don't you just with buy With 18-month waiting oh, list. Oh, yeah. you can't pay the $81 to fill your tank? Well, just go buy a $100,000 Tesla. What's your problem, man? Here is Stephen Colbert like, oh, I don't care because I drive a Tesla. Watch. Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Okay, that stings, but a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. I'm willing to pay. Oh, your clean conscience. People are starving. It's important. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla. <laughs> you know, well, it's funny that the guy that created Tesla yes. doesn't agree with you. Yes, exactly. Yes, How yes. funny is I that? I mean, Elon Musk came out and said, hey, to admit it, but yep, yep. we got to have some oil and gas production. Yep, yeah. 100%. Yeah. And, and what they never tell you about it. So I went yesterday. I have no idea. I, I think I've been in a Tesla one time. It was an Uber, and the dude was wearing a mask. A Tesla Uber? Yeah, it was weird. That is weird. There were five of us in there. He goes, we can, we can seat seven. And I go... What? Where? Where? <laughs> so, uh, you know. The well, brochure said it's, so. It's, yeah, it's the a little. The same people that said CNN said so. The exactly. brochure said so. That's an interesting novelty. But let me just tell you. I, so I went yesterday to Tesla's website just to see yeah. what that was going to mm-hmm. be. Yeah. Now, to get one that is comparable to what you would need for, like, real life, yeah. you're starting at about $129,000. Yes. I mean, <laughs> And an 18-month 18, 18 waiting list because yeah. the parts are not there. Well, and if uh, that yeah. thing, if you have to replace one of those batteries, that's a $1,000 battery. And that sucker ain't moving mm-hmm. until you replace that mm-hmm. battery. Sure. Mm-hmm. So it sounds all clean conscience, cool and all, but it's not the reality of where people live. Yeah, but you got to tack on five grand for the charging station. And of course you do. It depends on where you are, supercharging your garage and all this stuff. And in the reality, for a truly active lifestyle friend of mine is a mom of kids and she doesn't drive her Tesla because the schlep and the hassle of back and forth and uh-huh. did I charge it and I've got three kids in two oh. different schools and good mm-hmm. luck yeah. break down on the side of the road because your car is smarter than you or whatever. It's, it's, a, it's a complete farce. It's, it's a novelty. It's beautiful. Well done. Okay. Yeah. But it's not reality. Right. We're still in reality here today. Oil and gas. Yeah. We need oil and gas. And I say it over and over and over. You don't have a cell phone without petroleum. Yep. You don't have clothing without petroleum. 
tires on your car, on your Tesla. That's so funny. You know, petroleum makes the tires that's on the Tesla. Yeah. Well, what do you yeah. think empowers the electrical thing that's yep. running the yep. power that to the you're car? Charging it. It's coming with. from oil and gas. Yeah, yeah. It's. I know we talk about that all the time. You see these leftists who are protesting. You know, they're protesting about climate change, and they're all. They all have their iPhones. They all have all of this stuff Starbucks on cup. that. Yeah, all of their stuff that's made from <laughs> petroleum, and they just have absolutely no clue. Uh, all right, we've got more to get to, including uh, Biden is going to issue a, an executive order to develop a fully digital dollar. We will get into that after the break. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Moink. So Moink is, uh, look, those of you who love meat. <laughs> mm, right here. Two the, guys right here. Yes. Well, I'm, I'm with you guys. I know it's like a man thing. It's like, yeah, love meat. I love meat. And can I just tell mm-hmm. you, I'm, I'm, I've always done keto. Like, I was doing it soft after I had my baby. I am, like, back on the wagon 100%, like full keto. Moink has been my savior in this because Moink gives you the access to the <coughs> freshest, sustainably sourced meat and fish, uh, all while, while supporting American family farms, by the way. So you can help save the family farm and get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the Moink movement today. Moink has grass-fed, grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork, chicken, uh, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, all of the meat, fish, poultry you could possibly imagine. They deliver it directly to your door. And uh, look, Moink meat tastes like it should. Uh, that you're not gonna, you're not gonna. When you go to the grocery store, you don't realize you are getting this prepackaged meat that is full of all of these additives and fillers and nasty chemicals. And they are like dipping the chickens in chlorine. It's disgusting. You don't realize the process that they go through, that all of the big ag places go through before they prepackage it and put it in the grocery stores. You're not gonna get that with Moink. You are going to be getting the freshest, most delicious meat. We just had some uh, fillets. We just had some of their filet mignons uh, last weekend. My my son is obsessed with their bacon. We love Moink Box at our house. You got to sign up. All right. Keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com news. Uh, by the way, I was just talking about those fillets. They are amazing. And you will get free filet mignon for a year when you sign up. Uh, it's only for a limited time. So don't sleep on it. It is Moink Box, M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com news. Joe Biden is expected to sign an executive order today directing the federal government to move forward with the development and implementation of a digital U.S. dollar. Uh, It is also expected to address outstanding issues the federal government has pertaining to cryptocurrencies, will require the Treasury Department, the Commerce Department, and other key agencies to prepare reports on (coughs) the future of money, uh, especially central bank digital currencies and uh, requires these departments to prepare reports on the different roles that cryptocurrencies play in the global economy and their role in the near future. Because that's what that's what we want, really, is the government getting involved. Klaus in, Schwab in will be so proud. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Klaus. Yeah. 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 So uh, good. Oh, yeah. Dude. Good news, everyone. We, I mean, well, they've done so well uh, with the U.S. paper dollar. Yeah. yeah. They've done. They've done which so is, well with that is, one. Which so. is backed by. Zero. Nothing. You vapor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the issue here in this crypto is going to be backed like most cryptos by vapor. But the interesting thing is China is also working on a crypto, but it's backed by gold. Mm. It's backed by a hard asset because they're stockpiling gold. They've incentivized even their citizens to buy gold just to bring gold into China because yeah. they're plundering Africa left, right and center with mm. gold. So their play is devalue that Chinese currency Go and go with a currency that's actually backed by gold and make that currency available worldwide. So you're mm-hmm. going to see a 
This is an interesting play for me. Um, I think it's much about nothing. Um, I think it's a, a dangerous, dangerous play uh, mm -hmm. for more nepotism and more corruption. Um, because, hey, now you don't even have to print it. Right. right. I wish we could just print more gasoline. Uh, you know, decentralized finance, I do believe, is a value proposition. I believe it's the value proposition. I really think it is. So, so when you're starting to centralize it once again with the federal government, it's overreach and inreach. Yep. I think we got a problem. Yep. Uh, you're seeing you're seeing elements of the Great Reset. You're seeing elements of the the World Economic Forum. I mean, this is what the whole globalist agenda has been. Right. And I mean, you know, I mean, you, you could you could take your tinfoil hat off now. This is a reality. Here it comes. It's going to be done. I mean, you want the government involvement in your life. I don't know why anybody would, but people do. Yeah. People do. Freedom is a weird thing. Freedom brings a lot of responsibility. Freedom is hard. It's hard to get. It's hard to keep. A lot of people just rather just get on the, you know, the government teat and stay there. Uh, and freedom this requires is just one, accountability and responsibility. Well, it does. You can't, you can't just be frivolous with this. Mm -hmm. and, responsibility uh, to protect the freedom? Is that what you mean? When, when, when you're free, you have to be responsible. I mean, meaning you, you're going to protect your own. You've got to build something. You've got to make something. It normally comes with capitalism. So, hey, you, you, you're not sitting waiting well, for a handout. Well, look, if, if we were truly gotcha. free, you know, somebody's got to go out there and build that road. Exactly. Right? Somebody's mm -hmm. got to go out there and solve exactly. this, this energy problem, this mm -hmm. gas problem. Somebody's got to do it. We keep sitting around waiting on the government to do a mediocre job. We keep sending them all of our hard-earned money, and, and they, they go out there and do a shoddy job. Again, we're, pay it, we're paying them to crash the airplane right now. So mm -hmm. uh, at what point in time do we say, nope, you know what, let's just take the reins. We're going to do this ourselves. Our founding fathers did not build. And again, I know it sounds cliche, but our founding fathers didn't just, they didn't have some big federal overreach and some big, you know, treasury to reach into and say, oh, yeah, let's go in here and, yeah. you know, and make sure that they have scuba, scuba gear in the sedan for, you know, transgender uh, divers. I mean, this is stupid, the stuff that we do. Yeah. And it's backed by nothing. I mean, it is literally a bubble that has burst but long we, ago. Yeah, it is backed by nothing. But we're also in a culture, what I mean, Sarah, is they don't want to do anything, don't want to work for it. Yeah. But when you do, when you've built it, when you work, you own it. And that's freedom. That's liberty. That's true. <laughs> right. you know, that, that's true autonomy. People talk yeah. autonomy, but okay, go out there, go plow the land, go grow clean food because you don't want to eat the crap at the grocery store. That's hard. Mm -hmm. No, that all of a sudden that's hard. But you want freedom, but you say it's hard, so they trade it in. Right. They right. trade it in for a handout to be on the teat, as you well, would say. Well, look at well, you just advertised Moink Box. Yeah. Perfect example of a company who is doing this very thing yep. of getting away from that's from right. the government subsidized and just mm -hmm. the the nastiness of big big Fill ranching in the blank, and yeah. ag and and they're doing it. They're bringing you you know farm to you know straight to you yes. farm to farm table, table kind of yeah. stuff and. That's a lot of work. Yep. It costs a little more yep. to do that. I mean, sure hey, let's, let's adopt Stephen Colbert's philosophy. I'll pay an extra dollar <laughs> for something that I know is real. Right. You know, what he's proposing isn't real. Right. That's, that's an illusion. Yeah, you're so true. I mean, it's so true. I've never um, been wrong. Unlike Glenn Beck. Oh, God. Wait, man, he really wants to just never work here again. I'm trying to get Glenn to bring me on the show. Come on, Glenn. Uh, I, anyway. He will. He uh, will. Okay, so, so on the subject of Biden, we've been talking about <laughs> Biden, uh, which, you know, we don't have a president in this country who is alive, I think. So Biden was actually just recently here. What was it, yesterday? yesterday. He was here in North Texas. Boy, he shut it down. And you, well... <laughs> 
I was like, oh, he's going to be here in North Texas. And I, I read an article that said he, uh, Biden is going to be visiting North Texas. Here's why. And I clicked on it, and it's like he's going to the VA clinic to talk about the effects of burn, burn pits. pits. Yeah. Literally no one is talking about that. And look, I, I mean, Jason Buttrell, he served. I've, been, I've talked to my friends who have served in the military, and they're all like, yeah, and that's not like a, a big issue. That's not like a hard-hitting not, issue for veterans. That's not what veterans are talking about. No, that's, no. that's nothing. That's the least of their worries, according to the, the veteran community. So, um, But I do want to get your take, guys, on a moment during that speech at the VA clinic. Uh, Joe Biden introducing, uh, th- what was it, three congressmen. And um, this seems a little racist, what he said. Watch. The three congressmen you have here, two of them look like they could, they really could and did play ball, and the other one looks like he could bomb you. What? Racist! What? I mean, I heard, I had to watch it three times. I was like, no, no. If Trump, if Donald Trump had said oh, that, dude. it would be oh, non Donald Trump war. said, I have black friends, and they the, called him racist. Yes, the Twitter exactly. sphere would be erupting yeah, with absolutely. that. So, so again, President Sippy Cup, to use your term, Yaku, is yes. uh, he's living in 1955, yeah. right? He's living in the, the dementia. Like, he's, he goes back, he refers back to what he yeah. knows. Yeah. We see this over and over again. This is why this guy goes to Delaware all the time, because mm-hmm. he has to be in a familiar place. He knows that door. He knows that window. He knows that yard. You get him in unfamiliar territory, he's, he, he has dementia. So this is what's coming out. He reverts to what he is and what he knows. Mm-hmm. Now, from, you know, black kids in the pool rubbing the hairs down on his legs yes. all the way up or to his friendship pop. with Robert Byrd, this yeah. guy is a racist. Yeah. Super predator, segregated busing. You know, we don't want uh, racial jungles. Who, well, by the way, his own vice president pointed out yes. during the debates. That, I mean, she, yeah, she well, accused him of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I mean, so it goes back to the same same old deal. Um, there's another point I was going to make, and I forgot. That's probably the Sorry. best. Sorry, that's, my, that's, that's okay. probably my fault. I don't forget it. It's okay. You want to blame Glenn for that one? No. no. This okay. one isn't Glenn. Yeah, no. Look, we are always going to go back to our default setting as human beings. It's yep. just he's stuck, and he's you have a cognitive decline on top of it. So the the, the craziness is... You don't hear a word about it. He can do that. He can he can pull the exact same stunt that Joe Rogan did recently, and that guy would get awarded rewarded for it, mm-hmm. and and Joe would try to get canceled. Right? They try to cancel Joe. So it's it's a it's a two tier system. There's a playbook for them and a playbook for for the rest of the world. And and it seems like they can do no wrong. Right? Mm-hmm. He could say whatever. I got people going whatever. back and forth on my social media right now on a post that I made. Because I because I called Justin Trudeau Prime Minister Blackface, and people are like, he he didn't do that. Well, he did it over and over again. What? And it's like he did it, and they're like, well, that's that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's but that's what it. happens right. when you right. call him on their bluff. When yep. you call him to the carpet and you say, okay, let's go. Yeah. You wanna you wanna you wanna roll? Let's go. They go. Oh well, that's okay. Right. Yeah. It's, it's okay. A, it's when like our a deflection, and he, that's okay. Mm-hmm. I had First somebody. Push you I'm on getting it. that right he now. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. And so. then you prove it to them, and here's the yep. facts. Yep. yep. Like Fauci facts. They'll say, mm. yeah, that's okay. It's okay. I, it's it wasn't that big of a deal. You're you're you Karen. You're making too big of a deal out this, of it. This middle-aged white lady on my Facebook the other day told me that I had white male privilege, and I just can't understand these issues. I was like, I spent 20 years in Africa. I'm like. You're, you are African-American. I am. I, mean, <laughs> I, I am yeah. by law. By I mean, law. Yeah. Passport. 
I, wow. It's like, okay, I tell you, you can't understand. Right. Yeah, right. No, it's, yeah. it's insane. It is. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Omega XL. So um, I have started, I said keto earlier, I like hardcore working out again. I just got this new home uh, gym machine. I Just let me feels keep like going. It feels, it feels, like feels it. a little bit braggadocious. Yeah. You know what? Fine, I'll brag just about rubbing, it. You know what I'm going to brag about? Just rubbing it in because you're... Because you I'm not. Yeah. No, yeah. you know what I'm going to brag about? I'm going to brag about the fact that, you know, I am not like in my 20s anymore. And um, I'm to the age where like it should hurt when you're doing things like a bunch of like squats with weights and stuff yeah, like that. Um, I've had knee problems previously from a car accident and he is thinking of a joke and he's not going to say it. Nope. Uh, and my knees used to hurt all the time when I would work out and do stuff like that. My neck would hurt. Uh, my back would hurt. And I don't have that pain anymore because of Omega XL. Uh, if you have any sort of pain like that, arthritis, whatever the case may be, you don't realize that it's probably inflammation that is causing your pain. So if you're using, you know, uh, like Tylenol or you're using a topical cream or something like that, you're only just masking the problem. You're not actually getting to the root cause. Omega XL will neutralize that inflammation that causes your painful, stiff joints and muscles. And let me tell you, if you can get out of pain, it can be life-changing. It will change your mood. It will change the way you react to your family. It really can change everything. So let's get you started. Order Omega XL now. Get a second bottle for free over at OmegaXL.com slash news. That is OmegaXL.com slash news. The latest Project Veritas uh, video, Sting video, I love the work that they're doing over there at Project Veritas, James O'Keefe. Um, they got a New York Times reporter, this is Matthew Rosenberg, who uh, was, you know, he's talking, he thinks he's talking privately about uh, January 6th because he was there. And um, he says, of course, behind closed doors, yeah, it, all these people, all these people I work with talking about how they're traumatized from January 6th. I'm so over it. Like, it wasn't even a big deal. Uh, let's watch some of that. It's like January 6th stuff that is like so over at this point. It's so over. The left's overreaction, the left's reaction to it in some places was so over the top. It was like me and two other colleagues who were there or outside. And we were just having fun. Dude, come on. Like, you were not in any danger. Like, I, like you could tell how, how much fun we had on January 6th. Oh, that's great. Is, Are you allowed to have that much fun on January 6th? I, I just have to be warning. I know, I know. So, so if you're traumatized. But like, all these colleagues who are in the building. Is that really the vibe? From them. I'm like, come yeah. on. Like, it's not the kind of place you can sit tell somebody to man up, but I kind of want to. You're like, dude, come on. Like, you were not in any danger. All right. So, so let's, yeah, let's cut that. Um, I, I just want to point out, he, I, I, we don't have time to play the full clip, but I want to point out, if you want to go and watch it on the Project Veritas website, he also did make comments acknowledging uh, that there were, quote, a ton of FBI informants amongst the people who attacked the Capitol. By the way, uh, I, I don't want to bring us down too much, but this, of course, comes at the same time that we are hearing uh, that just recently one of the um, defendants who was there on January 6th, who did not, you know, he was not violent, he was not, uh, he walked in an already open door, and the, uh, the Department of Justice, they were coming after him so hard 
that he ended up taking his own life and hanging himself because of the treatment that he was receiving. Uh, he had been, you know, uh, turned away by like his neighbors, his friends and family, and I guess felt like he had no other choice. So they are demonizing all of these people to the point that they are killing themselves. And even this New York Times reporter admits that there were, of course, a ton of FBI informants uh, amongst the people who attacked the Capitol. So that's great. Things are going great, guys. Uh, you know, I pray that God would give us the grace and the opportunity to expose all of the stuff, mm -hmm. the stuff that's there. Because you're right. I mean, you're talking about the loss of life, livelihood. I, I know numerous people who were just there. I mean, you know, our, yeah. our, our, we have a mutual attorney friend mm -hmm. uh, who he lost his job yep. with his law firm on January 7th simply because he was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Yeah. Which, again, it was it was so they were showing up for a rally. Yeah. Right. Like there's nothing illegal or evil or, uh, yeah. you know, malintent or anything uh, about that. It goes further than that. I'll leave the last name out. We've got a, an, a very well-known pastor. His name's Steve. Lost his congregation and he wasn't even at the rally. He was just in D.C. because he does work with the Senate and Congress, you know, faith based work. Yeah. Mm. He just happened to be in the city, you know, and made a comment and said, it looked pretty peaceful from my window because he was in an apartment. Oh, right. Right? And, right. and completely got ostracized by a congregation. So it's absolutely insane when we weaponize the federal government against its own people. Now, all of a sudden, you've turned the corner. When we start throwing people in jail without sentencing them, when no fair trial, when we completely abandon due process, you now actually, in fact, operate exactly like Mao, Stalin, China, all these, all these guys, dude, this is happening, but it's, but it's more dangerous because it's wolves in sheep's clothing. It happens in broad daylight. It's white collar crime. It's very clean. It's sanitized. And this is where the rest of the world look at these kind of things in America and they go, America's evil because they perform crime in broad daylight and they do these things to their own people. Um, so it's, look, let's call it what it is. It's flat out evil. This administration is as, I'll, I'll pound on this, as anti-American as any has ever been mm -hmm. that not for this country. Do we ever do we ever find out really what happened on January 6th? Do we ever find that out? Ever? Well, the problem is it doesn't matter. You could put it right there in people's face. I mean, I mean the fact that you're dealing with 20,000 pound doors that are magnetically locked and can only be opened from the inside and those things are thrown open. You know, the, the you know the girl that got shot and killed, right? She's surrounded by people that are heavily armed. You know, she comes again, do, 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 I look Who's involved? I mean, who was there? I mean, FBI informants, all that we've seen since then, various times where you'd know these were FBI people that were in the crowds and doing things. You could expose it. You could put all of the truth out there, but people are just blinded. They're so blinded. They don't care about the truth. They care about having a villain. That's what they want to do. They want to villainize people. They need somebody to be evil in their life, and they need something to fight against because, you know, that's what we do these days. They don't realize that the, the villain is them, kind of. Yeah. Look at no, you looking well, for a villain. Well, Sorry. No, but they're contributing. Sorry. <laughs> no, but to Chad's point, they're contributing to it, though, and, and I agree with him. Look, the saving grace and, and the prayer that you fired up is God says all, all evil will be revealed. Light right. will drown darkness. It may not be in your lifetime, mm -hmm. right? But unfortunately today, and earlier we, we, we kind of pointed at it, you put the truth in front of them, and they just pivot and say, well, but it doesn't matter. Right. 
Oh, but I don't see it that way. No, but this is, this is white. Yeah, I just don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, truth is so fluid today, it's obsolete all My of a sudden. My truth, your truth. My truth, your truth. Her and truth, I go, no, yeah. biblical truth, yeah. foundational truth. And it's when you do not have a plumb line like a builder, your house is coming down. And, and by design, they're removing right. truth. Yeah. And so... Then it's dangerous. I wish we had. I wish we had like a CBD oil product that we could just rub Do on the you? whole situation. Oh my gosh, I have one. What? Well, I don't know if you can rub it on a situation, but you can certainly. You don't use know. It. I can rub it on the situation. <laughs> that was the greatest leading of all leading. It really right? was. I mean, so come it's on, time to yeah. thank You just our don't sponsor. understand the intelligence of the men. C- oh, I understand okay? it. It's complex. CB Distillery. Never, never <laughs> underestimate a man in a cowboy hat. CB never. Distillery. Uh, so you know, you may be wondering if you've never tried CBD, if it works. Well, over 90% of doctors have actually said that their patients have used CBD to treat a health condition. So, I mean, that's nine out of 10 patients who are using CBD. I think that that tells you what you need to know about how safe and effective that CBD can be. Uh, So let me tell you about cbdistillery.com, which is what I use. They have over 2 million customers. Uh, They are the source that I trust. And uh, look, CBD can be used to treat a plethora of conditions. It can be, you know, sleep. 90% of CBD distillery customers said they sleep better with CBD. Maybe you have discomfort. 80% of customers said CBD helps with discomfort after physical activity. And again, if you need a little peace and calm, maybe your house is a zoo like mine is, uh, you can explore CBD for that as well. You can go to cbdistillery.com, uh, order online, no prescription required. Don't worry about it. You're not like, you're not getting an illegal drug. Okay. It's not like that. Just trust me on this. You can enter code Y for 20% off. That is code Y, W-H-Y for 20% off over at cbdistillery.com. By the way, this is not available. Sorry guys in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. Another friend has gone down, gotten kicked off of a flight for the audacity the largely offensive uh, position of wearing a mask that says, let's go, Brandon. This is uh, Ryan (laughs) Salo, and it was JetBlue, got kicked off of a JetBlue flight on Sunday night from Fort Lauderdale to Cleveland. Uh, Let's watch. Of course there's video, because there's always video. Always. Uh, Let's watch him getting kicked off of the JetBlue flight for wearing a let's go, Brandon mask. And there's no other flight. I, I gotta get home for work tomorrow. Like I said, I'm okay. nowhere in a mask, Michael. Now he just makes a decision, and we need to go home with everything. You're gonna cause problems, Michael. Everybody getting this? I complied without causing him the headache, and Michael is offended. Therefore, I can't fly home to my family today. Everybody get that? His name is Michael with JetBlue. I complied and switched my mask, and yet, because I wanted it on video, that I was being asked to change your mask, he now wants me off the uh, by the way, maybe someone should tell uh, the flight attendant or whoever had a problem with that, that when you have a full beard like that, uh, the tiny mask that he was wearing on his face ab- absolutely does nothing. Just just absolutely nothing. I mean, masks, come on, they don't work to begin with. But even the CDC has admitted uh, that when you have the facial hair like that, it doesn't freaking work, yet he's being targeted. But what you don't know, though, Sarah. What don't I know? On a serious note. Yes. Like very serious. Okay. Putin and Fauci and Biden relegated COVID to the airplane. (laughs) 
That's true, because it's the only place the only that place you still that have to anymore. wear the mask. So you must protect these people. That is a great point. Well, yeah. I mean, they, it's not they like they it, have... They took it, sucked it out of the universe and put it on the airplanes. It's so, not like they have the cleanest mm. air on airplanes with, like, the best filtration systems and the cleanest air that you could possibly breathe And Michael got his feelings, sir. He got his feelings. I'm so yes. tired of people's yeah. feelings. Oh, I, I mean, it's just flat out, honestly. And Gen Z, get over it. Honestly, get over it. You know, feelings. Oh, is it, is it, okay. Let's go, Brandon. Some, someone offended me. Someone, my feelings. Okay, wake up. Yeah. You know, come back to reality. This is life. I mean, my this feelings. is uh, this is the tyranny of the oppressed. Uh, so whether it was the great civilizations that conquered the world, whether it was the Sumerians or the ancient imperial Chinese, whether it was the Egyptians, the Mayans, the Greeks, the Romans, now it's the woke. Those are, it's, it's now a digital oppression, okay? You see the cell phone, you see the camera phone, the whole thing. So that's what's taking over the world now. This is world domination. Yeah. It, is, it is the feelings over facts. It is the existential experience. It is the woke mob. It is the cancel culture. That is now what world domination. You don't have to shed any blood. That's why they're losing their freaking minds over this Ukraine-Russia thing. Yeah. Well, they don't understand. And can I say this? How much time we got? Two minutes. Okay. Go. So can we say this about go. the Ukraine-Russia thing? Off. So so Russia knows its history. We don't know history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. So I remind everybody that Peter the Great, Catherine the Great, Stalin, they all invaded Russia. Vladimir Putin's doing exactly what his predecessors did. Because they all saw Ukraine as being pivotal and strategic to the region, and they had to take it over, and they had to dominate. So he's just doing his history lesson, and he's just fulfilling his self-idealized prophecy, okay? But again, we got to throw our, we got to, again, tyranny of the oppressed, right? We want to throw our Ukraine flags up and, and all these different things. And oh, we bombing orphanages. You guys have no idea how bad the orphanages in Ukraine are. Stop and, setting and them Russia. up. And, and Russia. Stop setting them up. Orphanages in Russia are a big thing. Cause, and, and when the Bolsheviks took over in 1917, they set up Russian, yes. uh, they set up orphanages. They took Everywhere. children out of the home so they could grow good communists. And eventually it became recruiting stations for the KGP, extortioners, uh, interrogators, executioners, so on and so forth. The, the, the orphanages are a cesspool of human rights violations on children, uh, sexual violations, all these kind of things. So, no, no, it's, it's evil on both sides. Mm-hmm. So I know you're throwing your little little virtue signaling flag up there on your profile picture, but it's all evil. You should know your history. But again, this is just what I'm saying about the woke mob that has elevated feelings over facts. And that's that's the oppression of the tyranny. That's what's happening on these airplanes right here. For a guy with a white privilege, you sure do know a lot. It's true. (laughs) It's true. You know how much wisdom comes out when he takes that hat off? It I just spills out. You got a capital. Why do you think I'm bald? I have to keep it contained on here. I got to keep it. It, wisdom comes out of my follicles. You know when you got your habit, just tip it back just a little bit. Look at that naughty schoolboy right there. Oh my god. No, it's good. No, Chad, you're right. It, look, feelings are dominating everything. Um, wisdom. We talk wisdom. Just common sense has, has you know, has left the left building. The building. Completely. Yeah. There's no yeah. common sense. Womp womp. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> We have gotten our daily dose of wisdom today from these two gentlemen. So make sure that you follow, subscribe to their channels. Uh, Of course, Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. At least for now, until Glenn watches. 
Well, you called him wrong one too many times. What no, do you expect? You know what? Sometimes, what do you expect? He, sometimes everybody needs a little accountability. Well, Chad Prather, uh, formerly the host of the <laughs> Chad Prather Show, which you can find on Blaze TV, of course, uh, after this show, actually. So just keep watching. Also, Yakubuyans, host of The Bottom Line. Uh, need to be following both of them on social media, on Instagram. I think you can go to, like, chadnude.com. You can. Chadnude.com. We have a new promo code, more Chad, because starting next week, we're going to start with our overtime. You can only get it on Blaze TV. That's the awesome. The Chad Prather Show overtime. It's yeah, going to be like that. Unfiltered, and, but it's gonna, throw the clock out, no ads. Chadnude. I like Chadnude.com. More, it's basically, Blaze, it crazy. more Blaze TV for everybody. Support yeah. independent broadcasters like the Blaze. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Well, I mean, look, we're, we're doing something here and we're trying to deliver uh, the facts and the truth because we know you're not getting it in mainstream media. And we always talk about, you know, we have a lot of sponsors that were like, these are companies that you need to support with your dollars because they care about you. They're with you. That's what we're doing here at Blaze TV. So yeah, don't and forget. use promo code NEWS, not more Chad. Use NEWS. Oh, that's sweet. You can, use more, you can use more nah, Chad. No, I support just go that. there. Support Sarah. Just, go, just support Blaze TV. Chad's Blaze got a TV. lot of support. Uh, support Sarah. News and why. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.